Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. football game i know we've got a touchdown i know that and i gotta tell you it was one of the craziest touchdowns uh, that you'll ever see <laughs> like it really was so oklahoma state are just brutally bad all right they're really struggling tonight they've scored one touchdown so far before this one and that was on like a little screen play that turned into an 84 yard run and it was like on their first you know it was like in the first five minutes of the game type thing that happened or you know whatever it was early in the first quarter since then, it's been a disaster. Their defense is balling. Their defense came up with a turnover. Their offense went three and out. For whatever reason, Gundy punted, which I wanted to throw up. It was when uh, when we were talking to Trags. Um, so somehow, miraculously right now, Oklahoma State goes like, I don't know, 95 yards or whatever down the field in like four minutes. They get to the one-yard line, and then it's fourth and goal. And... They're making it as difficult as possible. There's like a timeout, like it's taking forever and all this. So it's fourth and goal. And I see the kid, the quarterback is struggling, all right? And the teammates really have his back. I'll tell you that. It's very cool to see. Like, man, he was way off. There was a kid that was open. He sailed it over. And, like, nobody, everybody went over to him and pat him on the head. Like, they're very supportive of this kid because basically they know. It's like, dude, we got no quarterback. This kid's playing, and you know what I mean? He's doing his best. So... It's like I see the kid in the shotgun. It's like fourth and goal from the two, one and a half or whatever. And I'm like, dear God, he's lined up at like the six or something. Like it's just brutal. He's basically about to get sacked and he pulls like a Patrick Mahomes. It's like the best play he's made of the night, right? It wasn't really a throw. It was one of those. He's going down. And as he's going down, he flicked it. He just flung it to someone in the end zone. And he got rid of the ball right before his knees hit the ground. And it's a touchdown. Oh, it counts. It's 24-14 right now. I'll say this about the kids on Oklahoma State Cowboys. Like, their talent challenge. Everybody bailed on them. It is what it is. They're battling hard, though. Like, the passion is there. 
the passion is definitely there. We'll see what happens now um, that it's a 10-point game if Wisconsin will feel a little bit of pressure. Wisconsin have turned the ball over twice, so Oklahoma State will be looking to force another turnover here. At least if there's somewhat of some entertainment going on, and uh, we've got a puncher's chance now suddenly, too. We've had a rough day. Yeah, we're looking to end strong. We gave you the Kings to win the game when it was a pick em, and I gave you the under six and a half, cash them both. You think I'm dead, but I'm not. Let's roll. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. Left for Dead is the song that you hear in the background, and I think that it's actually fitting uh, Left for Dead because that uh, that's basically been the theme, uh, hasn't it? That's been the theme in the NBA, and I'll tell you what, that's the theme in, in the bowl games. Oklahoma City have been left for dead. The Dallas Mavericks were left, were left for dead uh, this evening. Craziness in the association tonight. Last night, the Los Angeles Clippers came back, and they were down by 14 with like three minutes left. Meanwhile... The Dallas Mavericks were down like nine with 35 seconds left. That's kind of lost in the shuffle of Luka's incredible performance of the 60, 21, and the 10. That's right. He had 60 points, 21 rebounds, and uh, and 10 assists uh, this evening. Epic performance and an overtime win against the New York Knicks. But, man, we've had some crazy comebacks. And I want to find the exact number here that we just saw. It was like, oh, and 17,000 or something like that. Like, you know, dude, we were talking about it last night with the Clippers. The Clippers number was, um, the Clippers number was 2 and 12,000 and something. The Clippers were 0 and 417 all time in franchise history, which, you know, which is pretty crazy. If you think about it, they were, they've actually been losing by 14 or more points 417 times in franchise uh, history. But man, just crazy stuff going on in the association, which means we should probably pull in the trigger in-game with these teams with a minute or two left. We pulled the trigger on Oklahoma State. It looks like there's a little bit of a momentum swing. The enthusiasm factor is big right now with the Oklahoma State Cowboys. We've got some late-night action going on here. Wisconsin's up 24-14, 11 and a half left in the guaranteed rate bowl. In-game total is 46 and a half uh, right now. That's exactly what we happen to have a piece of, uh, actually. So we're going to keep our eye on this. Wisconsin just uh, had a big pass play on uh, third down. Rick Saratella is going to step up, and we'll talk college football playoffs from an NFL draft uh, perspective. It's the college football playoffs are coming, and I'll tell you what, it's real now, right? It's real. Michigan TCU, there's no more, wow, what about the poll, or what about this, or what about that? No, it's, it's win and advance, lose, and your season's done, and in some cases, your college career is done. Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals playing for a number one seed and a potential buy. This is Sports Rage. Saratella next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio... And producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. couple of minutes which is uh, a good thing because uh, we're stressing out this college uh, football game uh, right now and you know Oklahoma State have been battling hard they're up against it they're offensively challenged but uh, they're they're fighting through right now they're doing it's third and one there's 10 minutes left in this game Pick up a big first down. All right, a very big uh, first down. Right, we apologize for some sort of weird technical uh, glitch there. I don't know. I don't control anything. I talk into the mic, right? And it gets sent out to the world. <laughs> so, But I hear I hear things back sometimes. I'm like, yeah, that can't be good. I don't know what that is. But whatever. I've got bigger. I've got my, my concern right now. Let's get an Oklahoma State touchdown and turn something in. Oh, my God. They're running a little bit of trick plays now, but Wisconsin didn't bite. I like it. Gundy's, like, starting to roll things out here. It's getting real here. It's 24-14. The point spread is pretty much on the line here if Oklahoma State can score a touchdown. Oklahoma State score a touchdown, then boom. Uh, they're covering the number. They're running out of racetrack right now, as the late great Ted Teven would say. Nine minutes remaining in this football game. They're going deep, like really deep. Oh, you know what? Once again, this is an instance in which the wide receiver was actually open. I don't like the play calls here from Gundy. I don't like that play call. Your quarterback hasn't hit anything all night. The only play that he hit was a screen play and a play that he threw was throwing that was two feet in front of him. And they keep on throwing these bombs. And the thing is, I get it, Gundy. Your wide receivers are getting open. But the kid keeps sailing it. He has no, you know what I mean? He doesn't know where the ball's going. He's got a cannon. He keeps overthrowing open receivers. This kid just threw it like 60 yards or something. Like He just like really threw it. But it was like, bro, he's third and 14 right now. Come on, man. Oh, he's going to get sacked. No, he's running. Now he's throwing. Oh, oh, he's open. 
Oh! Oh, big play Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them folks? Let's go. Let's go. Good job. Good job, Rangel. Good job, kid. This kid's battling. I like his moxie. Good job. Let's keep this rolling here. Big, big play. It gets to, it gets tougher as you get closer to the end zone here, but we could really have a game here if they could punch this in and make this thing 24-21, and I really need them to make it 24-21 because that means they're going to be covering a point spread. We're trying to close strong after uh, a bumpy uh, a bumpy afternoon and evening of bad beats and injuries. Here's a scrambling right now. Run for it, kid. Nice job. Nice job. Oklahoma State moving the sticks right now. Moving the sticks. So, man, like we were talking about earlier, the stakes just don't get any higher. Now that the college football playoff is here, I guess tomorrow we'll really start breaking it down, get into the props and everything. Maybe we'll kick, you know, let's go kick the tires on the props a little bit later on. Start taking a look at somebody's player props and stuff. We're going to talk about the players from the NFL draft perspective of this game. There's a lot of basically, you know what, there's been two-way action across the board. As you've noticed, there's been a line movement as of late, right? There's people that like TCU. There's people that like Michigan. It seems to be that a lot of people, listen, we haven't had too many guests that like TCU for the most part, right? It's mostly, it seems like the betting market that like the public likes likes TCU and, you know, the handicappers and the media types all think Michigan are going to roll them. College football playoff games generally are not close yet. I don't really want to hang my hat on that. I actually believe, and I'm a Michigan fan, but I believe that Michigan and TCU is going to be closer than people think it's going to be. Everybody's talking about, like, Michigan rolling these guys. I don't see it. I think it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a great game. And I think in the past, there's been um, there's been a lot of mismatches, quite frankly, in these playoff games. That's why they haven't been close. Right, like Cincinnati didn't really have any business being, in, you know what I mean? All right, they had a nice year and stuff, but whatever. Right, they got smoked by Alabama. Right, the Washington Huskies were in the playoffs before. They got smoked by Alabama. Right, there's there's been teams that have been in the playoffs. Michigan got rolled by Georgia. I think this year that was a mismatch. It was a mismatch, right? It just was. Michigan, you know what I mean, versus Georgia last year was a mismatch. I think this year, like the Michigan TCU game. Listen, I think Georgia is going to overwhelm Ohio State again. Like, I think as good as Ohio State are, like, Georgia, just how do you get bet against this Georgia team? It's crazy to say, and I want Michigan to beat them in a national championship game, but, you know, we talk a lot about the point spread not mattering in the Super Bowl, and it really doesn't ever, but, of course, it did last year because we talked about it all the time. But I get the feeling, man, we're looking at, like, a... I think Michigan are going to survive, but it's going to be, like, 38-35 or something. Or maybe a little lower score, 33-27. But probably a little higher score, you know, score than that. Like, in that range. I'm sorry, you know, I'm sort of, you know, I'll settle in on a final score. As I stated, I think Michigan will survive. Dude, that back door is going to be open. Max Duggan, that kid doesn't quit, man. Duggan doesn't quit. TCU doesn't quit. TCU are playing with house money. There's more pressure on Michigan than there is on TCU. One million percent. There's pressure on Harbaugh. Michigan were in the playoffs last year. Getting back isn't good enough. They need to make it back to the championship game, right? Like, they they can't just make it to the playoffs and lose again. Uh, I tell you what, like, people turn quickly. Dear God, they're settling for the field goal. You, come on, man. 
Really? Man, when did Gundy get so soft, man? I guess, whatever. You cut the lead to seven now. 20, I get it. It's just he punted earlier. He punted earlier from like their 42. The thing is, like, they got a, they, they got a turnover. They sacked the quarterback. They fumbled the ball. Oklahoma State got the ball on like the 42-yard line, and they threw three bombs in a row and then punted. It's like, bro, if you just threw three bombs in a row, like, really, what difference is it making a punt now? Just go for it. There was fourth and three kicks. He's very conservative, man. Whatever. He's chipping away, and he's getting back in this game, but... God, that's frustrating. We always buy points, too, in these games, and we always even things out. (laughs) Of course, of course, I don't have them plus seven. I have Oklahoma State plus six because it was five and a half, and I bought it up to six. I didn't buy it up to seven. Normally, I do. Normally, in times like this, I'll be like, well, you know what? At least I can get a push here. Like, you know, no, no. No, I've got the six. That's why I really wanted them to go for it. Like, the field goal really didn't help me there. I don't know. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's 11-5 and five in bowl games. He wants to win this game more than I want to win my bet. Like, I can't say that, oh, my bet's more important. Like, say, you know, we as betters get, ah, what are you doing and stuff? But he's the coach. It's his team. Guy's a good coach. Thought it was the best idea to kick the field goal and make it a seven-point game. I personally would have went for it there in that spot. You're down ten. I get it. You know the problem is now this comes down to one stop. You don't get it. You know whatever they're on their goal line. Something can happen. You push them backwards. You get a safety out of it. I would have went for it. This better work, Gundy. I'm a man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The NFL playoffs are rapidly approaching, which means the NFL draft is rapidly approaching as well. And we've heard a lot of uh, talk about the draft with players opting out of these bowl games, but nobody opted out of the college football playoffs. There's a lot of stuff to break down with Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, SI.com. 
Jacob Sports and more. Rick, always a pleasure, man. Let's do this thing. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Let's roll. Oh, baby. Getting twizzy on a Tuesday. The uh, holiday chair just continues. Always happy to be here. So the draft is 120 days away. And, uh, of course, me and Rick will be breaking it down on a weekly basis. But I want to talk about a player, actually, that did something incredible uh, last night and kind of flying under the radar, Austin uh, Eckler. So Austin Eckler, two rushing touchdowns uh, last night. He's only the second running back in NFL history to have 10 or more rushing touchdowns and five or more receiving touchdowns in consecutive seasons. The only other player to do that, Hall of Fame running back Marshall Falk. Incredible company to be in. And Austin Eckler is a classic example and case in point in which sometimes the teams are going to get it wrong. Sometimes you're going to fall through the cracks. And you and I talk about this all the time during the Super Bowls, like, when it's like, oh, yeah, 50% of the players in the Super Bowl were undrafted, right? Or 30% of the players in the Super Bowl were undrafted this year. Austin Eckler, undrafted free agent. Unbelievable career. Yeah, one-third of every NFL roster will consist of undrafted free agents. That's just the nature of the NFL, especially when you have 40 to $50 million quarterbacks. But Eckler was a guy where... Folks were, you know, skeptical about the size. You could throw Philip Lindsay in that same category. I had a coach calling me every week about the kid. And, you know, Matt Breida, another one of those guys that just doesn't meet the prototype NFL criteria, doesn't, you know, quote unquote, check off the boxes, right? So teams are scared to touch them. They throw a flyer, undrafted free agent. I saw the Marshall Falk stat. That's pretty incredible. It's kind of like he's doing, Gabe. Christian McCaffrey type things minus the Christian McCaffrey type money. That's a great point. And, you know, he's just been the one constant of this offense. And I tell you what, he's a gift for betters as well to get in the end zone. Austin Eckler to score a touchdown prop, baby. Oh, I had him I had him scoring too. So oh, nice call. I had him to score the first touchdown too at plus five hundred. I'm kicking myself. I didn't have him to score two. I should have. I didn't score any time touchdown, and I had him first touchdown you scored. Get scored on those prime time uh, loan games, you know, you get you get lonely with the uh, prop bets. I tell you what, though, the Charger offense, even though they won the football game and Eckler's great, you know, it was a little bit underwhelming. I thought that Charger offense. They just don't stretch the field, bro. Even though they have Justin Herbert, they don't stretch the field. I would say there's probably not a more disappointing team in the National Football League over the last five years than the Chargers. I mean, every single year you're waiting for them to take the next step, take the next step. Now they finally clinched the playoff berth. So we're moving on up in this world, but yeah, no, I, it, it just never seems to click. And Brandon Staley, I think he's very smart. I just think he's one of those guys that's almost like too smart for his own good. He outthinks himself. And, you know, when you start putting too much brains into the game of football, I think, it, it, I think there's a, a, a point where it's overkill. I like where you're going with that, actually, because that's why I think that Brock Purdy's doing so well, right? If you just take everything out, man, right? You take the pressure off. Like, who's under more pressure, Zach Wilson or Brock Purdy? You know what I'm saying? You take the pressure off, and you just go out there and play football. There's no, well, where was he drafted? What, 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 you know, how big is he? Oh, he doesn't, he's not, doesn't check the boxes. Well, you know, speaking of another incredible accomplishment, only two quarterbacks uh, have started their careers 3-0 and and had two or more uh, passing touchdowns in those three games, and it's Kurt Warner and Brock Purdy. There's something special happening here, Rick, and people better start paying attention to this. 
I know you hang with the Philly crew in Atlantic City all the time, man, but this Niner team's the real deal, bro. Oh, no, if you listen to my show, Gabe, you, it was all good just a week ago. Uh, the Eagles are in trouble. This Lane Johnson injury is just as big, if not bigger, than Jalen Hurts. They are thin now in the secondary, and Dallas is, is going to give them a run for their money because that, quite frankly, is probably going to be the Eagles' first uh, playoff matchup on January the 20th is, is what it's shaping up to become round three. So, yeah, to me, Purdy, man, I'll tell you what, Gabe, I know they left the lights on for Jimmy G and kept the door cracked about him returning in the playoffs. The way he's running it right now, it reminds me of like uh, Brad Johnson back in the day. Just steer the ship, young man. Uh, I know this is not the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers defense, but it's pretty damn good for the modern day NFL. And I'll tell you what, he's just playing so efficiently. But yes, to your point, it's the old kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, They're doing it without... Debo Samuel, Samuel, who I believe is coming back this week, by the way. Oh, they got Javon Kinlaw back. He's an impact guy. They got the defensive player of the year in Bosa, and they got guys and weapons and ways and different uh, Kittle now is coming on strong like gangbusters. Another one of those two touchdown performances. San yeah, Francisco him and Purdy have a nice connection now, bro, with, with Kittle. That's, there's there's yeah, something think, figured out. Like Purdy, that's his guy. And I'll tell you what, nobody has got a better uh, uh, Vegas. They got the Raiders and the Cardinals. What do they want? Eight, nine games. They're going to enter the playoffs on like 11, 12 game uh, riding high win streak. Yeah, they're rolling right now. They're dangerous and a hot uh, football team as we're in conversation with Rick Saratella. So as far as the Eagles are concerned, listen, Eagles have had a great year. They pretty much have been unscathed as far as injuries are concerned. There was a manageable schedule, but Everything is, it's like life, right? Everything is okay until it's not okay. Now, I'm not saying the sky is falling, but as you just brought up, there are a few cracks and potential issues moving forward for the Eagles. And it's almost just like the Murphy's Law, isn't it, Rick, as far as just luck is concerned, that they've had such good luck, you almost get the feeling something bad is about to happen to them before the playoffs start. That's the feeling I get. It's like, you know what? Get the feeling there's going to be more injuries and some weird stuff is going to happen to Philadelphia because it's been too perfect this year. It's been the tale of two halves, really, is what it's shaping up to be because they were injury-free for most of the season, and now the injury bug is biting them. Avante Maddox is another big one in the slot. They got to slide people around. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was playing at a Pro Bowl level. He's out. Lane Johnson is a big deal. And suddenly, even if Hertz comes back now, you have to wonder how this injury impacts. Remember Kyler Murray when he was relegated to being just a pocket passer? Uh, it, you know, it, we saw it with Gardner Menchu. Those designed runs, those RPOs, it's not as yep. dangerous. You don't have to account for that as much. And oh, that by the way, the difference in the game, isn't it? Minshew can throw the ball, but you're right. In those situations, I noticed in the red zone and stuff inside the five, I was like, this is where Hertz would easily walk it in the end zone. Nobody's better on the third and goal, fourth and short situations. And Jalen throws a beautiful deep ball. Big plays are gone in the run design plays, RPO improvised plays and deep balls. It's all now taken out of the playbook and the Eagles are, are really going to limp into the playoffs with a first round by. Okay. Now remember the new format, the way it is, the first round team is the only team with the buy. They will play the lowest remaining seed after the wild card round, which would probably be the Cowboys. Cause they'll be the fifth seed. They'll probably beat the Cowboys. who will be a four seed. 
And then, you know, the, the, the sixth and seventh teams probably are losing. So Dallas could very well be the lowest possible seed remaining so going into easy. Yeah. Even, you know, without being stated with the two, let's say they do, and they're going to get the buy, right? They just need to win one more. Year. They'll get the, let's say they get the buy to be honest with you. If you have to play Dallas and San Francisco, that's not easy. You'll have to earn it. Like, you know what I mean? Those are two good football teams, two good defenses. We see that, you know, the Cowboys can win any football game. I think that was a big confidence booster for the Cowboys, too. Like, if the Cowboys would have lost, bro. I hate to cut you off. That third and 30 with T.Y. Hilton was a season-defining moment. Like, that could be the point of the whole Cowboys season. Right, and people didn't believe in Dak. All right, that's a home win, though. I like what you said earlier about the Chargers. It's like, guy right, he made the playoffs. It's a step. It's not what we all we all see, but it's sort of, sort of with Dak. It's like, guy, right, you won a big game at home against Minshew, but you won a game. We'll give you credit for it. Right, now you got to go on the road and do this stuff for the playoffs. But I think they're going to knock off Tampa and sets up a showdown, as you stated, if things fall into place with the Philadelphia Eagles, which would be super cool. And as I stated, everybody thought Philadelphia has a free pass to the Super Bowl. As Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. There's still a lot of football left to be played, man. We're not even in the 2023 yet. And we've already, like, hey, we're I, giving out, yeah, we're giving out Vince Lombardi trophies, right? We're still in December. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, Dak owns the Eagles. He's 7-1 and one now in his last eight games. That's unbelievable. And he was 24-24 against the zone in that game. Jonathan Gannon did not do anything to adapt and adjust. There was a point where 19 consecutive passes, like, Dak Prescott, don't look now. He's 27 and six all time in the NFC East. So there's a mental thing going on as well if they meet for round three. I tell you, there's one thing about even about McCarthy. Guys that get criticized, uh, Rick. Zach Taylor is another one, right? You know, these coaches get criticized all the time by the football, the insiders, and the football hipster crowd. Actually, all they do is just win football games. And McCarthy's been criticized a lot, bro. But the Dallas Cowboys, listen. They've been like the best team against the spread in the last two years. All McCarthy does is put money in your pocket. So, and you know, you got to give credit to Doc to do that as well. It's just the Cowboys, they need to do something, don't they? It's like, yeah, okay, the regular season, this and all that. They need to prove it and do something. It's as simple as that. Well, yeah, I mean, what you think about when Barry Switzer won that Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson's team, that's going back now 30 years ago. They haven't been relevant since then now. Yeah, and you don't want Switzer to get enough credit for that. He got no credit for that. Barry Switzer. Hey, he won. He won. You got to me. You got to give him credit. He won. All right, more with Rick Saratella on the other side. Countdown to kickoff is on as far as the college football playoffs are concerned. We want to get into some of these players and what it means to them with the draft uh, coming up. It's a massive showcase. The late night anger master class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates listening to us on the Sports Grid Radio Networks, including 97.1 The Freak in Dallas, Fort Worth, of course, TCU. Take on a Michigan in a matter of days. It's getting real uh, right now. So there's a lot of stuff uh, to break down as far as the games are concerned. Uh, but there's some big time players um, that are in this game with the draft approaching uh, right now. And a player that I want. Let's start off with um, start off with the Georgia Bulldogs. Like we talked about Jalen Carter a lot uh, last week. We talked about just how amazing these guys have been on the defensive line and the NFL prospects that they have been uh, producing. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Keely Ringo in the secondary of the Georgia Bulldogs. This kid's just unbelievable. He had to pick six last year to ice the national championship game. Monster pick against Tennessee this year as well. All the kid does, man, is come up with big plays. And I was just watching some of his mixtapes, you know what I mean, with the music and all that type of stuff. And <laughs> I love this stuff. I wonder what a world we're in right now. Check out my mixtape. But I was watching his mixtapes and stuff, and, man, he just blankets people, bro. Blanket coverage with this kid. Great cornerback. Yeah, I mean, if you went into the laboratory and conjured up the ideal cornerback, right, he's got a great frame, length, size, speed. Man coverage, I mean, there, there's not a whole lot this guy can't do. You could kind of leave him out there on the island. He has great ball skills. He can go up and win it in the 50-50 uh, game. So, I mean, this guy is is headed for potential top 10 overall type of situation, and he's not afraid to stick his nose in there and, and help out in the run game, gets his hands, hands on balls in the pass game, doesn't have a bunch of interceptions, but look out when he does. Uh, he can take it the other way. He gets yeah, but it's uh, one of those deals that he doesn't have a bunch of interceptions because people don't want to throw at him either, right? Oh, absolutely. And he's established that that kind of reputation in the SEC, as you know, Gabe. Week in, week out, consistent performer. For me, I mean, it's neck and neck. I'm a big Joey Porter Jr. fan, but Ringo probably is the consensus number one overall cornerback, no doubt. So talk to me about uh, Joey uh, Joey Porter Jr., out of uh, Penn State, what do you like about him so much? Six foot two, two hundred pounder, and of yeah, course the, love- the NFL pedigree. Of course, is you know name speaks for itself. Joey Porter oh, yeah, Jr. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, I, I I I don't even have to mention his toughness. If you're the son of Joey Porter, we already know what we're getting there. But <laughs> I went out to Happy Valley, Gabe, and I, I I always say like, there's not too many players over the last two decades that I had a quote unquote man crush. Like you're just kind of salivating the whole time. I had like 20 players to get eyes on, but I just kept gravitating towards Porter because he's so silky smooth. He's so big. He's so physical and he's so fast. And when you combine all that and he could even play in the slot and this guy's like six foot two almost, 
unbelievable skill set, the athleticism. He works like a pro. You can tell the pedigree. Uh, he can play for my team any day of the week. I love me some Joey Porter Jr. And he's got, he just creates turnovers, forced fumbles. He scoops up fumble recoveries. He makes interceptions. When you've got a propensity to make big time plays and big time situations, that's a big time player. Well, speaking of big time players and a very big man, Paris Johnson, there's so much talk always about CJ Stroud, uh, but somebody's got to protect uh, CJ Stroud. And Johnson started every game this year. He allowed one sack. P pretty impressive, right? I'm sure that bothers him that he allowed the one sack. A six foot six, 310 pounder. Listen, he was a big time recruit coming out of high school. He's lived up to the hype in college. And uh, what what do you project uh, from him? I'm seeing him as obviously, you know, top seven, top eight, top 10 pick. Um, is he the best offensive lineman on the board? In your opinion, what's your take on Paris Johnson? Because he's almost just like you talk about prototypical. He's fast. He, he's got quick recovery. He's agile. And he's six foot six and 310 pounds. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I I think the, the top tackle prospect is probably still to be determined. I, I like Skaronsky out of Northwestern, but he's kind of like Rashawn Slater of a couple years back where he doesn't have the ideal size. That is Skaronsky. So uh, with, with, with Paris Johnson, however, he's got that p position flexibility or versatility, if you will, because he played the majority of his career has been at guard. This is actually his first season at tackle. He did very well there. He proved he could play there uh, in an ideal world. I prefer him at guard, but because of the quality tackle caliber level of play at the NFL, he should be viewed as a tackle prospect at the next level. And I think he'll get every opportunity to compete there. He's very athletic. He's agile. He's more of the finesse of the two tackles. Dewan Jones being the other one there at Ohio state, who's just a gargantuan Jolly green giant. He comes in at like six foot eight, six foot nine, uh, a lean 360 pounds, if you will. Dewan Jones, more of the uh, physical bruising strength type of tackle. Paris Johnson being more of the finesse type of tackle. And both of these guys probably first round bound. Rick Saratella kicking with us from the NFL Drop Bible SI.com. Uh, TCU and uh, Michigan go head to head on Saturday, New Year's Eve. And, well, hold uh, on, Dave. I should say, the uh, yeah. Jones, by the way, will have a Senior Bowl invite, and I, I did want to mention in that game, Ohio State, uh, Georgia. Not breaking news, but uh, this has not been reporting. We do have an invitation waiting. I know Coach uh, Kirby Smart down there is waiting to give uh, Stetson Bennett his NFLPA Collegiate Bowl invitation after the game, but we're hoping to have him out at Pasadena, where I believe Stetson Bennett could be a lights-out starting quarterback in the Canadian Football League. Just a side note there. See, you know what? I know you're a fan of Stetson Bennett. Um, so you said in the Canadian Football League. So you think Stetson Bennett ends up in the CFL? And I do. I potentially, do. the you know, there's a lot of leagues now, right? The kid's a winner, bro. He's 27-3. and three, And I think he's, you know, he's a better quarterback than people give him credit for. He's not just a game manager. He makes tight, tight spiral throws. He makes the throws that they ask him. He's a great leader, and he's got ice in his veins. I think he can have a longevity-type career up north. And we had Nathan Rourke in our game a couple years back. Yep, yep. Stetson Bennett, the thing is, Gabe, unfortunately, he's like 180 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like, you go to the XFL or, or the USFL with the hopes of eventually playing in the NFL, 
I think he could just be like a CFL lifer all time. Like I think because a coach bigger, will like him. He can run a team, run the program, and be that consistent guy, right? The bigger field will play well to his skill set. I think he could be really good up north. So we're hoping to have him out there. And I know you want to get into the TCU game. We'll also have the running back, Demarcado from TCU. Check this kid out. He's got size. He's got speed, elusiveness. He'll lower the shoulder boom. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Not a bad blocker potential late round pick, but I think I know where you're going when it comes to C TCU football. Yeah. You know what? I want to talk about Quinton Johnson, yeah. uh, but as far as Nate Rourke is concerned, he had a hell of a year in the CFL and he's had multiple teams, um, you know, call him in for a workout. We've heard the Denver Broncos are at the forefront of this Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos, at first, I was thinking, you know what? He's got a good thing going in the CFL. He can make like a million dollars a year and, and you know, become a millionaire and, and have something stable. But I understand, man, the dream of being in the NFL, right? And I'm sure he sees the Brock Purdy's of the world. And he's, you know what? People get injured. But you know what it's like, Rick. It's an uphill climb, bro. It doesn't matter how good you are. You know, Bo Levi Mitchell is a CFL quarterback, former SMU quarterback. He's getting yep. a little older now. He's not as good as he was, but... A couple of years ago, Rick, I don't know, three years ago, whatever, the Vikings offered him a contract. You know, point blank. They said, yeah, we'll give you 700000 and you know. And he said, do I have any chance in hell of playing and competing for a job? They said, no, you don't. They told him, point blank. They said, no, no, we're signing you to be the third-string quarterback. And, you know, yeah. so that's the whole thing. Isn't it, does he want to hold a clipboard and live the dream? It's always the decision, isn't it? Well, I think it's a case-by-case -case scenario. We had uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson out at the Hub yep, Football yep. Camp two years ago when we first started. He could clearly play in the NFL, but he signed in the CFL because he just wanted to play ball. He didn't want to sit around and wait and hold the clipboard, to your point. But with Rourke, he's still young enough. I mean, this guy is, like, still in his mid-20s. He's in the prime of his career. I lost count. I think last check, seven, eight teams were bringing him in for a visit. Hey, strike while the iron's hot. Last time yeah, I checked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They pay pretty well in the NFL. So you mentioned Arizona. Hey, Kyler Murray, he's going to miss at least half the year next season. That might be a great opportunity for him to just jump in there with a quote-unquote offensive That's what I'm saying, man. You look at a team like the Rams, dude. Stafford's under contract. He's always going to be hurt. Like, you know, third string. Next thing you know, you're playing a game or two, bro. Like, people get hurt in this era. You're playing a game or two. All right, so Quinton Johnson – this kid, um, unbelievable season, 53, um, 53 catches for 903 yards and five touchdowns, six foot three, 215 pounder. What's your take on Quinton Johnson and how much of a load is he going to be for Michigan to slow down? Man, this kid is the real deal, Gabe. He's athletic, he's acrobatic, but he's tall. He's just, you know, I, I want to put a disclaimer. I'm not comparing him to Megatron, but when you watch this kid, he flashes Calvin Johnson type of traits when you talk about the size, the length, the get-up, the explosiveness, but then the catches where he just kind of steals the ball from the cornerbacks. He snatches it out of air. He makes catches that he shouldn't. He makes the, the acrobatic catch look like it's a routine layup. And to me, I, I mean, I think there's an outside possibility. He could very well, when it's all said and done, potentially wind up as the first wide receiver off the board. I do think that's an opportunity for him. But, man, I like this kid. He just continues to grow on me. He's a big-time talent, a big-time playmaker. I think he's a lock for the top 20. And there's really no telling how high he can can go. And, and, a, and a college football playoff performance can only help. 
All right, uh, Rick, we'll get a couple of predictions from you on the way out to here. Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Big-time game on Monday Night Football. Uh, Buffalo well, are one-point favorites. Who you got? Hey, remember where you heard it here first. I'm going to go with Michigan to win the national championship, by the way. Uh, I'll make that prediction okay, first. Okay, I was going to get to that. I was going to I was going to oh. ask you. So you're picking Michigan. So you got Michigan over TCU. And then what? Yep. Michigan beating Georgia in the title game? I got that. I got that, yeah. Wow, that's bold. I like it, though. As a Wolverine fan, I'm liking and this, Rick. And then is going to giddy on up and march off to the Denver Broncos and, and go off to the NFL again. I always, I always like, roll my eyes whenever I see the Harbaugh NFL stuff. But if he won a title, I think he would leave. I, well, think you know he what? Would, I think he would try to defend it, but I think he would. Because, dude, he wouldn't want to check the boxes off. I want to win a Super Bowl now, right? Well, He'd listen- be obsessed with it. I'm going to – dude – he was four yards away from a Super Bowl. Yeah, and don't forget, he went and interviewed for that Minnesota job last year. He didn't get it. He didn't I, get he it. He was trying to shake Michigan for some money, though. That was some head. That was some head game stuff going on. Well, whatever, whatever. That could oh, be every year good. he's going to be the hottest NFL candidate, right? Every year, without without a doubt. Well, Sean Payton, I mean, I don't want to sidetrack too much, but this whole Sean Payton now is shopping himself around the league as a Vic Fangio package. Vic Fangio will be his defensive coordinator. And I caught the Tom Brady podcast with Jim Nance and Sean Payton a couple weeks ago, this big round table discussion. Jim Nance is like, Hey, you know, Payton, maybe you and Brady will link up. And Payton's like, yeah, I mean, you know, me, me and Tom might be teammates next year. And Brady's just like, yeah, Hey, the NFL is a crazy business. You never know. Next thing you know, two days later, Gronk's putting out a tweet. Hey, I'm getting bored over here. I really think it's a real thing that's growing legs like Sean Payton, Vic Fangio, Tom Brady, and Rob Gronkowski can be one big package deal. Do they go to Carolina? Do they go to the Raiders? Do they go to the Broncos? I think this is something that's developing in the background. Rick Saratella, it's going to be a crazy offseason, that's for sure. Rick, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll catch up with you next year in the new year, bro. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Great stuff with Rick Saratella getting fired up, talking about the NFL draft. Man, there's just so many big-time players playing in the college football playoffs. 
uh, this weekend. Ohio State are loaded with NFL talent. Georgia are loaded with NFL talent. Michigan are a younger team, which is pretty crazy, actually, that they're as good as they are. Like, J.J. McCarthy, man, the guy, like, seriously, like, <laughs> like, he doesn't have that many starts, right? Like, this is pretty crazy. J.J. McCarthy's a big key to all of this. I'm a big J.J. McCarthy fan, as everybody knows. I've bought in, and Harbaugh I trust. Harbaugh's always, you know, listen, Harbaugh was a quarterback, right? Harbaugh was a quarterback. And, um, oh, incidentally, the last time that uh, Michigan played in a Fiesta Bowl, Harbaugh was the quarterback, and uh, they won. But Harbaugh was a quarterback. You look at Josh Johnson in San Diego. He had Andrew Luck at Stanford. He had Alex Smith, but he made a decision to go to Kaepernick. Right, he had McNamara. McNamara had a great year. They beat Ohio State. They go to the they go to the college, they win the Big Ten. They go to the college football playoffs. But he made the change for JJ McCarthy, and also I think it scared off quarterbacks um, recruiting this year. Michigan had a big time class, right? But everybody kind of knows, like man, Harbaugh is in love. Like I've said it before, I've never seen Harbaugh in love with a player like he is JJ McCarthy. Like, he, he'd adopt him if he could, I think, legally. Like, he loves this kid. So, I think other quarterbacks kind of know. They're like, yeah, man, as long as McCarthy's there, man, he's the quarterback of Michigan. Plus, he's on the verge of doing something big. Uh, Mozzie Smith is a player on the Michigan Wolverines that's an absolute monster, an NFL-like beast. Like, I don't want to say he's Aaron Donald, but this dude's, like, very Aaron Donald-like. He just collapses things. He's just, like, super strong, like, pushes the pocket backwards. It's sort of Michigan's power versus TCU's speed. The late-night anger match class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 